Hi again, welcome back, Attorney Steve Vondren. Welcome to another exciting episode of Vondren Legal Hour. Okay, so we are talking in this podcast about content ID disputes in YouTube. Okay, so if you're a content creator, you're somebody trying to build your channel, lots of people are out there doing that. Why? Because it's probably the funnest job that you can ever possibly get your hands on if you can make it work. And so if you can build your channel, if you can get more followers, then you have a chance to really do something and have your dream job doing what you love, talking about what you love, having fun, and providing some educational or informational resources. So it's a really cool thing. There are hundreds of thousands and thousands and probably even millions of people trying to build their channels. So it's really important that you understand the content ID dispute system, how it works, and I'm going to give you just a brief overview here. We're not going to belabor you down with some big, long podcasts, but some of the basics you need to know. So what is the content ID? That's basically a software system set up by YouTube that allows rights holders like Sony, uh, Universal Music, uh, you name it, anybody that creates content um, to upload reference files of their work, reference files that are sent to YouTube, so that anytime somebody uploads a new video, the, the Google YouTube software, they're all one company now, the software will basically scan your new upload. If there's a match with the copyright rights holders stuff, then you get a content ID, a play match dispute when you log into your creator account. So you log in and you go, wait, my video is being monetized by somebody. Holy cow, what I do? It's a copyright claim. Oh my gosh. Am I, are they going to strike me out? Am I going to lose my channel? What's going to happen here? So that's basically the overview of how it works. Um, here's the basic dispute process. What do you do? You can do nothing. Um, typically, some of the options to the rights holder would be to just simply monetize your video. Say, well, you know, you're using my a little 20-second music clip of mine, so I'm just going to monetize your whole video. And you may say, well, you know, I don't care. It's worth it to me. Let's just keep the video up. Let's get the hits. And if somebody else makes the money, oh, well. So that's one option. You can just accept that. The rights holder may want to just track your sites. They can track uh, where your video is showing, whose page it's on, how many hits they get, those kinds of things. And somebody may just be tracking your usage. So that may not harm you at all. Um, but you also may not want somebody knowing what you're doing, how your video is performing, where your marketplace is. So that's really important to understand that. Um, they could just block your video saying, you know, I don't, I don't want it up. It's copyright infringement. They could send a DMC, a formal DMC takedown notice. That's going to trigger a counter notification process and potentially a lawsuit if that cannot be resolved. Um, but that's different. Just, it's important to understand that the content ID dispute is different from the DMCA takedown notice procedure. Okay, the DMCA, that's, I would say, the real deal. That's when somebody's trying to take your video down. If you don't like it, you have to sign under penalty of perjury. You have a good faith belief that it's not infringing, and that could go to a lawsuit if the parties ultimately don't agree. So that's a big deal. The content ID disputes actually, according to a Google article I read, was 40 to 1 over the DMCA takedown uh, thing. So you're more likely to get a content ID dispute as a YouTuber 
than you are to end up in a DMCA notice, counter notification situation, just to make that clear, okay? Now, so those are the options available to the rights holder. Now, the rights holder could also just go file a lawsuit. Some people think, well, they have to go through the YouTube process. They don't have to. That's a process that's available. They could just trigger and file a federal court lawsuit and just say, you know what? This is such a blatant infringement. We're not going to waste our time. We're just going to go get it, take it down, uh, sue for infringement, damages, you know, whatever the case may be. And as I've talked in other videos about the damages in copyright law, for copyright infringement, if a rights holder can show that it is, quote unquote, willful copyright infringement, willful, then they can seek thirty to $150,000 in statutory damages. And, you know, that obviously plus their attorney fees. And so obviously that is a huge risk that you don't want to be taking. So most of these um, disputes are going to be settled through the content ID process. This is where you file a dispute, a written formal dispute. The party has, the rights holder has 30 days to review your claim and make a decision. Either they release their claim and say, okay, fine, I found your fair use argument to be compelling, for example, or okay, I can see why that might be in the public domain, or I can see that you have a valid license here purchased through a third party. Okay, we will release the claim. So that's one way. The other way is they may say, you know what? Sorry, I read your fair use. You're, you're using way too much content. You're wrong on the public domain. You don't have a license. We looked you up, those kinds of things. And they can uphold their decision, which means uh, the block stays on and you're, they're going to monetize your video. Okay. So from there, if that happens, you have a right to appeal. You, if your account's in good standing, you can have up to three rights to appeal. And if that doesn't work, people say, well, what do I do then? What do I do then if they just keep turning down my appeals? Well, if you've laid out a case in your dispute letter, this is why it's important to write a very, very good, detailed dispute letter, putting them on notice. If it's fair use, you want to really detail the elements of the fair use claim. You really want to detail that so that if they continue to act the way they do, you may have what's called a 512F as in Frankfurter, 512F as in Frankfurter, a bad faith takedown um, claim, bad faith in the, in the process of um, dealing with copyrights, those kinds of things. So um, again, I think it's really important to potentially have an attorney. You might want to handle it on your own, but if it's a big deal, a lot of monetization, we have clients that have lost a lot of money. I'm talking into the into 10,000, 20,000 plus range. So that's obviously a lot of money in monetization. And you may want to be seeking a way to try to get that money back, especially if it was a bad faith decision to monetize your video. So that's a whole nother video we're going to do on 512F. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. Make sure you check us out on YouTube. We have our own channel going. We're up getting close to 12,000 subscribers. So we appreciate everybody that's enjoying our intellectual property news, copyright news, software piracy news, those kinds of things, technology law that we bring. Okay. So that's a basic overview of the content ID system versus the takedown counter notification. Um, so most of your disputes are going to be dealing with that. So if you need help with an internet issue, YouTube, YouTube issues, 
You know where to find us. AttorneySteve.com. That's AttorneySteve.com, the first name in legal services. This is general legal information only and not legal advice. Hope you're having a great day. We'll be back with some more great content. And again, check us out at AttorneySteveVideos.com. Bye now.